Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chandu, the magician. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The makers of White King Soap present for your enjoyment, Chandu, the magician. Today, Chandu, master of illusion, offers you one of his mysterious and amazing tricks. Chandu calls this trick the Assyrian money changer, and it changes pennies into dimes. Do you want this trick? Want to mystify and entertain your friends? Want to be a magician just like Chandu? All right. Get that White King box top. Send it with a quarter straight to Chandu, Los Angeles 21. And receive your first Chandu magic trick by return mail. What fun you'll have saying, See this penny? I lay the penny on the table. Now I cover the penny with the mystic ruby block. So coot, I say. Remove the block, and the penny's gone. Now it's a silver dime. The trick is easy. So easy a child can do it. But it is clever. So clever it is very hard to detect. Start your collection of magic tricks right now with Chandu's Assyrian Money Changer. Just send 25 cents in coin and a White King soap box top to Chandu, Los Angeles 21. Be sure to print your name and address plainly. Frank Chandler, known in the Far East as Chandu the Magician, has come to an isolated little Balkan country on a secret mission. With the regents, he is living in a medieval castle which has a strange, sinister history. Betty has already seen a mysterious prowler about the place, but Chandler has been unable to find him. That night, a group of gypsies appears at the door, among them an old woman telling fortunes. She warns Dorothy she will suffer a great loss unless she returns to America at once. When Chandler discovers the fortune teller is really a man in disguise... The gypsy chief threatens that unless they leave Montabania at once, they will all be killed. Now, 
Now, one evening a week later, the scene is the home of Carter Mason, the American consul. Chandu, the magician. Glad you're having a good time, dear. It's just like something in a movie. Men in uniforms and and me in a dress from Paris. Oh, just think. Mother, what's the matter? I was just thinking how odd it is that Mr. Mason would have a party like this when his wife's ill. Why, well, he said she didn't mind a bit, and she was only sorry she couldn't come downstairs. Uncle Frank, you having fun? Well, I needn't ask if you are. <laughs> Where's Bob? I saw him way over there near the door a few minutes ago. Oh, there he is. Why, how strange he looks. He looks kind of sick. Well, don't attract attention to him, Betty. I was looking for you, Uncle Frank. Why, what's wrong, Bob? Well, they aren't kidding when they say they don't like foreigners here, I guess. Brother. What is it? Well, well I was standing over there near the doorway to that little room. Yes, there were a couple of men playing cards in there. They didn't see me. Well, what were they saying? Well, well, one of them said it was strange about Mrs. Mason. And the other said he was going to tell Mr. Mason what he suspected. Suspected? Well, that's what he said, Mom. They think somebody's poisoning her. Oh, Bob. You didn't see who they were? No. But gosh, it'd have to be a servant, wouldn't it? Of poisoning Mrs. Mason, I mean. Well, how do we know it won't happen to us? Maybe you didn't understand them, Bob. They speak such funny English. Oh, yes, I did. You're sure they said they were going to speak to Mr. Mason about it? Sure, I'm sure. All right. I will, too. First thing in the morning. Oh, for heaven's sake, Frank, tell him now. No doubt. I'll give them a chance to tell him first. It may not be what it seems at all. Well, I heard it. If that's what you mean, Uncle Frank. They may have wanted you to hear it, Bob. You mean they knew Bob was standing there and... This is part of somebody's plan to frighten us into leaving the country? Like that gypsy? It's possible. Um, now, Dorothy, you're supposed to be enjoying yourself. Nothing's going to happen tonight. I hope nothing happens before we meet the prince. No, you and your prince. He may not even come. If he does, remember not to call him the prince. Or mention the fact that he ever was one. I've told them, Frank. I want them to remember it. The present government doesn't believe in royalty. And if we antagonize them, they'll see that I'm sent away. Why would we call the prince if we do meet him? Well, I don't know his name, Betty. Mason will introduce him if he comes. I suppose this isn't the place to talk about it, but they used to have a king here. What happened to him? Oh, he's still here. They forced his abdication, but the Come people... Come this won't do, Chandler. Why aren't you dancing? <laughs> if you'd seen me try after ten years in India, you wouldn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Your house is beautiful, Mr. Mason. Well, we were lucky to get it. We might have had to take the one you have. I mean, of course, it's, it's so much too large and impossible to keep. Well, we've closed it up, except the few rooms we have to use. Was our castle really built in 1600? Oh, part of it's much older than that, Betty. <laughs> no one knows how old it is. Well, which part, Mr. Mason? Uh, the room's at the back, next to the mountain. I'll come up there one of these days and show you. Uh, Mrs. Regent, I hope you're not finding it too dull in Lubova. Dull? Oh, not at all. I'm planning to do some sightseeing after this week. The children's tutor will be oh, here. Oh, Mom, I'll... why bring that up? <laughs> well, I hope my wife will be well enough to go with you, Mrs. Regent. 
He's made quite a study of the customs and... Uh, why, what's the matter? Oh, nothing. I... Um, Frank, don't you think we should be going? Well, oh. not yet. Why, you haven't met Nicholas. He's been looking forward to meeting you. Nicholas? The former Prince Nicholas. I'll go and bring him over. Mother, do I look all right? You look very nice, dear. I'm sorry, Frank. He must have known there was something wrong by the way I look. I'll tell him in the morning, Dot. Don't worry about it. Uncle Frank, listen. Who does that music remind you of? No, darling. He can't fool me. You were thinking of Najee, weren't you? Oh, for Pete's sake. You didn't know I had a letter from her, did you, Uncle Frank? Why, no. Where is she? In Cairo. Didn't you even know that? Haven't you heard from her? No, Betty. Well, she sent you her love. She did? Oh, not exactly. But she said, tell your uncle he is often in my thoughts. And I was so excited about having a dress from Paris, I forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're sure she wrote from Cairo? Uh-huh. I'll show you the letter when we get home. All right. And Dorothy, I'm going to have Jan Metzos presented to you before we go. Be very nice to him, will you? Why, yes. Who is he? He's the foreign minister, officially. And in this part of the world, that means the head of the government. Oh. What do you want me to say to him? Anything special? Well, just encourage him to talk about me. And try to remember everything he says. There's something very queer going on here tonight. Are you telling us? Uncle Frank, you make me think of the Battle of Waterloo. You know, there was a sound of revelry by night. And all the time there was a war on a block away. Well, at least they knew what was going on. Not so loud, Bob. Here they are. Mrs. Regent, Miss Regent, Mr. Chandler, Mr. Regent, Nicholas Korowitz. How do you do? How do you do? Nicholas Korowitz. I'm delighted. Um, Mr. Chandler, may I speak to you uh, alone for a moment? Of course. I'm so sorry. Will you excuse us, Mrs. Regent? Certainly. Just open the door behind you, Nicky. Thank you. <laughs> well, Nicholas Montaigne. Well, you see... No wonder you were worried about my discovering who you were in Tibet. When I came home and Mr. Mason said you were here, I... I didn't know what to do. Why? What difference did it make? Well, of course, my father would have hated knowing I'd tried to get inside Tibet in disguise. He's always afraid something might happen to me. You're his only son, aren't you? Yes. But it's more than that. He hopes to see me on the throne one day. I don't. I think kings are done for over here. Maybe not. The present regime isn't exactly endearing itself to the people, is it? No. And that's another thing. If they knew I'd been dashing about dressed as a monk, they'd make the people believe I was irresponsible. I suppose I am. Well, there's no harm done. I won't tell anyone, Nicholas. Oh, I don't mind you telling Mr. Mason. He's been my friend ever since I was a child. I hope you'll be here for a long time, Mr. Chandler. That depends. Shall we go back now? Yes. I feel much better. Oh, and by the way, I want you to meet a friend of mine from Paris. Dimitri. Russian? Yes. He was born a prince also. Oh, I see. He's had some bad luck recently, and I've brought him home with me for a visit. Oh, I'll be glad to meet him. The most unbelievable tragedy seemed to happen to his friends. Oh, it's only coincidence, of course. But he wanted to get away from all the talk. Well, we won't mention it to him. Someone else is sure to. 
The papers have been full of it. Well? Your niece is charming. I must ask her for a dance at once. Yep, wait here a moment first. Will you? Oh, Uncle Frank, I thought you'd never come back. Oh, darling, what's wrong? Where's your mother? Dancing with that man. See them? Oh, yes. Mr. Mason says he's the foreign minister. Yes, he is. Why? He's the man I saw skulking up in the attic at the castle that night. The very same man. I know he is. Would you like to be a magician? Would you like to mystify your friends with magic tricks? Chandu the magician has a magic trick for you. Chandu calls it the Assyrian money changer. It changes pennies into dimes. And we'll send it to you for just 25 cents and a White King box top. This trick is fascinating. Listen. You lay a penny on the table. Cover the penny with the mystic ruby block. So coot, you say. Then remove the block. The penny's gone, and you see a bright, shining silver dime instead. Wonderful, isn't it? And it's so simple, you can do it not once, but again and again and again. Your friends will never catch on. To get Chandu's Assyrian Money Changer, just mail 25 cents in coin and the top from a box of White King soap to Chandu, Los Angeles 21, California. That's Chandu... Los Angeles 21. And remember, nothing washes like soap. There is no soap like White King. You'll love White King. Chandu the Magician is presented for your enjoyment every weekday evening. Your announcer is Howard Culver. The makers of White King invite you to listen tomorrow at this time when the story resumes. Chandu the Magician. November issue of Radio Mirror Magazine, now on the newsstands, takes you behind the scenes in radio for intimate glimpses of your favorite personalities. In this issue, you'll want to read the story about Chandu, as played by Tom Collins. And there is a picture of Chandu, too. Get your copy of the November Radio Mirror on the stands today. This is the Mutual Don Lee Broadcasting System.